Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you can put your ears into. Hosted by your pal DJ Walder. Right here, that's me. And Sam Basher. That's, that's me and thank you so much for joining us today we're joined by a very special guest you might know him from collider live and the josh mcguga show mr josh mcguga ah, thank you gentlemen. thank you so much uh i've been wanting to come on here so i appreciate you guys uh, inviting me on it's yeah I, we've had a list of guests and i looked at it the other day i'm like shit but we've done a lot of episodes just by ourselves for about six months we need to have yeah. we've been like trying to get as many guests on now because it's like what, what were we doing yeah, yeah. and like we should have had you on like a goddamn year ago it's all good man i'm here now i'm psyched uh, uh, people miss out on a really good conversation. If you're on Patreon.com slash Only Stupid Answers, you, uh, you got to have a fun conversation before this episode started. And none of you get it. Any of the audio <laughs> listeners, we appreciate you, but you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. But if you're listening to this, you're like, wait a second. Can I listen to this in more than one place? And I'd say, that doesn't make any sense, but you could. <laughs> and you can go to Spotify. You can go to Overcast. You can go to iTunes. We can rate and yeah. review. That really helps us out. Get higher in the charts. Yeah, we used to have the platforms we were on on lock yeah, we been, used to know them. i'd say about a year since we've done that <laughs> that whole spiel we yeah. changed the spiel up now we push to patreon because we have shows like oh that's anime we watched yes. as well as super tv showdown which is coming back to lead up to a uh, crisis on infinite earth's big crossover <sighs> flash is he gonna die <laughs> no <laughs> but it'll probably be arrow but it'll still be good um and we have a bunch of other content you should check out and you can follow all that at uh only stupid answers on twitter you can count the vowels from stupid. That's how we do. I think that's it. Yes. Little spiel. That that is, that is spiel. Yeah, YouTube so, stuff too. You can go uh, check that out. Josh. Don't you think wait, don't you think it'd be kind of weird if like people would like listen to ten minutes on Spotify and then they went to the other one and then it's like they kept like it's like this is my app for thirty to forty. Yeah. Okay? Like what why are we on so many platforms? Like I get it that we have to be on other platforms. Everybody well, because, has their yeah, one. Because somebody yeah, exactly. Somebody, you know, if somebody's just like I only listen to stuff on Spotify if you're on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> you get out of here. So I, I think that's the reason. But for those that aren't familiar with you, where can they find Sorry. you? What do you do? What's your What's your? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm easy enough because my last name's kind of unique. Is at Josh McCuga on Twitter and Instagram across the board. Uh, it's you fun know, to say. yeah, thanks, man. McCuga. Um, I you know I, I do Collider Live every single day for the most part over at Collider. So uh, Collider Live has its own channel now, which is awesome. Uh, I haven't shot an episode of the Josh McCuga show in a very long time because when my my wife moved in, she didn't love living on a talk show set. Shocker. <laughs> so we've like we've built around it, and I've been like meaning to get a set, but then I've been so busy with so much other stuff because I, I host a show at WG in America, and nice. you know I travel a decent amount for work, and it's just like it's hard to get a couple or three, sometimes three guys to get there, shoot a couple episodes, book a guest, set because I got to set up my whole studio, even though it's kind of like turnkey in my apartment. I, I still have the ability to just like hang up lights and set up yeah, a talk yeah, show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and I would love to get back to shooting that more. I've been trying to pitch it to either like a digital provider or even a couple of the TV shows, the t- TV stations I've worked with as like maybe a launch on part of their digital things so somebody can start paying me for it so I don't have to keep coming out of my own pocket for it. That's uh, the dream. Yeah, I know, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know how that feels. Yeah, I know how that feels. This set might be changing soon. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's awesome. You should go yeah. check out my episode on yeah. uh, the Josh McCuga show. Also, time. I know the day I went and filmed, you had a crazy uh, celebrity coming in. Not a crazy celebrity, but like a 
crazy famous celebrity that came in after. It was Scott uh, Eastwood. Yeah, Scott after Eastwood. Me, and came I was like, in. what the? What? <laughs> I was like, what? Not, not, not the nugget. I was just like, what the? He's coming in after me? <laughs> My episode's going to be garbage now. The best is if you, you came in and it was like, you, Scott Eastwood's coming. Like, hey, man. You're like, yeah, like the first time when I first started dating my wife. So what happened is my wife grew up with Scott Eastwood, right? Wow. Yeah. So she grew up in Carmel by the sea and, you know, um, Clint Eastwood was mayor of Carmel by the sea at one point in his career. Like he had stopped doing movies and he was mayor of Carmel. (laughs) Yeah, for real. And my mother-in-law trained his horses and they lived by my, my, uh, wife grew up right off point Lobos in Carmel and, uh, crazy family thing right like yeah. and so when we first started dating that movie the longest ride had just come out or yeah, longest yeah, yeah. ride at nicholas sparks book right and amanda and again we had gone on like our first date and the next night she was at a movie premiere with scott eastwood and she was like just love him he's the best congrats on like an amazing performance i was like is she also dating scott eastwood like i can't compete with a dog david like i can't compete with a cool water model like there's no way and she's like oh no he's my best friend and i was like oh okay okay and then like you know through the years he's become a very close friend of mine and and, uh, you know, he's like sort of like a brother to me now. So whenever he's in L.A., he stays with us. And, you know, I've been trying to get him on the show. And he's, you know, he's busy. He does a lot of movies and he kind of travels all over the place. But he's also just like he's I wouldn't say a renaissance man, but he just because he's so rich and he would probably hate that I'm saying this. But like he's because he's we're so, going to send it to I him. I mean, he's Clint Eastwood's kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he's not doing a movie or he's not doing something, he's like spearfishing in the, you know, off the coast of Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's oh. like, you know, climbing K2. Who knows? But he does yeah. like, oh, so we just did a boy's trip. We rented this villa in Medellin. I'm like, Columbia? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, it's a boy. It's, no, no, no. You're focused on the wrong thing. It's uh, a boy's trip. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to Palm Springs two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like that the same thing? So I've been saving up. I might be able to go on a vacation in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to Medellin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the cool, the cool thing with it is that, uh, you know, a couple times I've gone out with him and he's like, yeah, we're going to meet a couple buddies. And it's like Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So these are your buddies that you hang out yeah, with. Yeah. I was just cool. at Burning Man. We went in Leo's private thing. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can like, relate. I can relate. Yeah, yeah my niece just had a birthday party. They got like a bounce house that had hoses in it. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't get you an invite. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's my bad. It's a boys weekend. It's <laughs> boys weekend. Sorry. Uh, but man, you, you're an amazing host. And Thanks, uh, I'm really happy you're on the show. And I texted you. I was like, wait, what do you want to talk about? Because we, yeah. we want you on. Basically, we'll just talk about, literally, we'll just like make fart sounds for an hour and we can get out of here. Yeah. But I asked you and you immediately mentioned something. And I realized we both connected over this movie when I went on Collider Live. Yes. The Bad Boys 2. Also, I do just want to ask on air, how was about time? I saw your tweet. I know that it was a perfect recommendation. Dude, I meant to text you. Because so Sam comes on Collider Live, right? Yeah, yeah. And he tells me about this movie about time. Oh, shocking. Like, yeah. Right? Talk about yeah. it a lot. And so, I, <laughs> so I go home and, you know, the, the constant battle in my marriage. I have an amazing marriage. I'm a very, very lucky guy. But the constant battle night in and night out is what to get to eat and what to watch. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's I can I can pick things and then I notice that she's bored. So I like kind of want to please her. Right. So I got yeah. home and I was like, listen, I got told about this movie called About Time. Yeah. And it's basically like a British notebook. And my wife's like, what? How have I never heard of this movie? I was like, babe, it's Rachel McAdams. She's like, she's in it? What? And I was like, and you know the guy with the weird fingers from Love Actually? The guy that sings Really Love Christmas? He's in it. She's like, what? And I was like, and it's the same director as Love Actually. She's like, holy shit. How does this movie go by? So we're watching About Time. And, you know, with like 20 minutes left, we are both sobbing. And I was like, it better not get more sad. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, 
Oh my god, it's the saddest but happiest and also saddest thing of all time. Like we're both like happy. Like why didn't we have to watch that? Sam, god damn it! But it's after that movie we have told I don't know like easily twenty people like, you gotta watch About Time. You Thank gotta you. Watch about time. It, it's infectious. But here's, you want to hear the even crazier part? So my wife goes to work the next day, okay? And she works in a, for a fashion brand, and it's all female employees. And she goes, she goes. John and I watched a movie last night, and we were sobbing. And the girl goes, "Was it about time?" She was like, "What?" Yes, that it was, was about time. Rules. Yes, yeah. So I was I was sold by Sam's uh, movie opinion simply based on about time Hell and how yeah. that movie slipped by me when it came out in theaters and nobody was even talking about it. This is like 2013. I mean, six yeah. years ago. Why was nobody talking about that movie? And it's got Margot Robbie before she was Margot Robbie, and it, which is crazy. And she doesn't play like a huge role. In no, it, but it's at, when you see the movie, you're like whoa, crazy, uh, you know, beautiful uh, blonde woman. You're like okay, yeah. and then. Like then, uh, like Suicide Squad or something. It was um, uh, Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's her!" And I didn't even realize. Like, right. anyways, great movie. Great. I don't Fantastic. think I mentioned it enough. I'm gonna get him to watch it. Once, once <laughs> have you not seen it? Yet? I have not seen it. Weird. Are you not an emotional guy, DJ? Uh, no, I'm an emotional guy. I just okay. don't like uh, uh, rom coms and stuff like that. Just don't don't really move the needle for me. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah. We had a, we had a um, uh, guest on last week uh, as of this recording, and I kind of mentioned that I I didn't really find the boys that edgy. Okay, and it blew her mind. Really, <laughs> that's 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 who I am. I'm like ah, uh, guy gets his head crushed in the middle of. Kind of like us is like ah whatever. <laughs> what? Hey, uh, whatever. What are you watching? Yeah. <laughs> what a sentence. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does happen in that show. I know it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just haven't heard uh, it said by a person, uh, even though in my head uh, that's the sentence. Like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a plot point. It's a, a pretty a, big it's one. A, it's, a, it's a pretty big plot point in that show. Um, but I will probably watch it at some point. Like, I, I enjoyed Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. It, yeah. They're very different movies. Yeah, they, yeah, they are like, in yeah. similar veins. Yeah. Notebook, is, Notebook is a movie. It is. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I mean, see, for me, I'm part of that. Like, if somebody started a change.org petition to get more rom coms in movie theaters, that I would sign that immediately. Well, here's the thing. Here's why I would support that because I'm all for any more types of. It's crazy how many movies you'll go see because we live out here in LA mm-hmm. that aren't getting like why that used to just be movies. Like Good Time used to oh, just be a man. movie. It wasn't like an indie film that was just in New York and LA. That used yeah. to be just a movie that people would go see. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, is it not Avengers Five? Well, then I guess it's not getting theatrical release. Oh, then it's not a real movie. Yeah. yeah. So so. Yes, more rom-coms. I think more crime films. More, just shake it up. I actually, uh, I'm interested to see how Twenty One Bridges does <gasps> because um, the the Russos produced it, mm. and they're really hyping out hyping up that. So I appreciate people like Taika Waititi and the Russos yeah. that are, are using that Marvel clout to like make. What's that Hitler movie he's doing? Jojo Rabbit. Jojo yeah, Rabbit. yeah, yeah that looks just we're, yeah. As far as we know, we're going to Fantastic Fest this year in oh. Austin, and that is one of the movies that is going to have. Oh, it. That's a U.S. premiere. Is at Fantastic? Did Fest. you guys happen to see Peanut Butter Falcon? The Peanut Butter no, Falcon. my brother saw it last night. I know you guys. guys talked about it, and he said it's the best movie he's ever seen. That's ever? It. Yeah, he just said it's his favorite movie he's seen. It's, oh wow! I yeah. mean, it's definitely my favorite movie that I've seen this year, with, without a doubt. I mean, I don't think there's anything close, uh, and it's one of the like sweetest, kindest. Uh, I, I, maybe you could call it a coming of age story, but I feel like it's more of just, it's almost like a stand by me with adults. You know what I mean? And it's, I, I honestly can't recommend that movie high enough. I've watched it three times because I had that screener. I watched it, I watched it, and then I watched it again. Like, I watched it back yeah. to back. I liked it so much. My wife freaked out for it. Everybody that I talked to, I'm just, like, that's the first movie I tell you to go see. Keep it in the theaters. And I know it, it got a wider release because it was in, like, 30 major markets, and then it just doubled. So it's, now it's in 60 cool. major markets. I know it's cool. at the Arc, if you guys are L.A.-based, it's at 
ArcLight Hollywood mm-hmm. right now. So, mm-hmm. and that's where he saw it. So, I'm going to go yeah. sneak away. And it's go a good see date that. night movie, man. It yeah. really, really is. Yeah, it's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. I want to yeah. check it out. But also, a movie that's perfect for any occasion is Bad Boys Two. So I'm just putting it out true. there. That yeah, is very, out very true. And we're going to dive into that, and also just action movies and just things that Josh McCougal loves. But first, let's go ahead and hop into what we're into this week. It's a segment where we just talk about a movie, TV show, comic book. Regular book, video game, or a sport? You like sports? Is there anything? If you anything you're into this week, you texted me. Hey man, uh, what are your passions? Uh-huh. And that was it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> in life or like like I was just kind of I like Chipotle. Uh, I really like hamburgers and cheeseburgers. Um, I uh, I. I just finished, and it's probably because I just finished it so fresh in my brain, is season two of Mindhunter. Ooh. Oh, nice. I, I watched season one, and I okay. enjoyed it, but uh, I have not had a chance to... I think I want to finish Woo Assassins and then okay. jump into Mindhunter. Okay. So what are you thinking? So Mindhunter, season, if season one, in my opinion, was like a solid eight. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed it. I thought there were, it was a little slow at points. Season two is like a nine and a half. I mean, it goes, it is balls to the wall beginning to end. It's Very not, cool. because if you watch season one, you had your characters already set up, Like you needed to establish these characters. In season two, it's so much more about the crimes and like the realizing of serial killers and, and trying to solve, uh, solve the Atlanta child murders, which they were a part of solving. Really? You know? yeah. yeah. And it is like the last three episodes feel like a movie. They're that quick. It's awesome. So, quick question, because yeah. I did not watch season one, but just regarding the Atlanta child murders, do yeah. they bring in the person that is there? Someone who represents the person they arrested? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wayne so, Williams, I think Wayne Williams. Right? There yeah. you are. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't remember because yeah. um, the people who did the podcast Up and Vanish. Yes. Uh, they did. You listen to Atlanta Atlanta Monster? I. Yeah. It was a spinoff they did, and that's when I because I didn't grow up in the '80s, so I didn't know about right. the Atlanta child murders. That wasn't something that was talked about. So Up that's how I, was about the teacher, right? The teacher, right? I didn't watch the Atlanta monster, or didn't listen to the Atlanta monster one. No. It's very well done. Okay, and also they bring Wayne Williams on. No shit. Yeah, they interview him. Well, they interview him as much as they can, and it's a they do a good job. He's of from like, prison, right? He's still in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's very interesting because you're like, man, that dude. He, none of his stories ever stayed the same about no. just regular stuff. Right. And you're right. like, it's tough. Anyways, so that's really cool that they dive into that. Yeah. And that actually makes me want to check it out more. Because, of course, who's the lead guy behind it? Who's uh... Uh, It's Dave Fincher. There you Dave go. Fincher, I, he probably directed some episodes this season yes. as well. And, I mean, it's based off a book. I mean, it's based off true stories. Yeah, you know, these the guys, FBI's yeah. creating that profiling system. The FBI created the term serial killer. Yeah. You know, and they the, the guy that plays Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. also plays Manson in this show. It's He's way more like, because the Manson, I think, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you actually see his face. And this one, it's just like his hair on his face and he's got the beard and he's just a total madman yeah because uh, this that, is after he's been incarcerated for a while right yeah. yeah and Damon Harriman the actor was actually in Collider yesterday who plays Charles Manson he's an awesome dude I'm so jealous because yeah. Justified is one of my all time favorite Dewey shows Crow. ever and Dewey so Crow. like God bless him for getting this work and now you've met him I'm so jealous he was awesome dude too like a, a really nice guy we talked for a while and, and then I brought up Mr. Inbetween which is a show on yeah. FXX which is fantastic it's an Australian show and I didn't even know he was Australian and I'm watching that show and he has an Aussie accent I'm like, man, that guy's good at accents. And then I look at his Australian, and I'm like, ah. But it's still, it. still good at accents. Still, still good. Yeah, still, still good, good. yeah. Because I can't imagine him not having that, like, Dewey Crow accent that yeah. he has in Justified. God everything. damn it, Waylon. Yeah. 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 So funny. Well, he's so talented. I'm, I'm glad he's in it. I also really like, uh, I think it's pronounced Holt, Holt McCallany, who's yes. uh, in Mindhunter. Yeah. He was also in an FX show, Lights Out, and he's really good in that. He's also, like... 
for years he was like number two bad guy mm. in movies. Like you'll just see him as yeah. uh, as the bad guy and Anna Torv's in Mindhunter, Hunter yeah. and she's really great. She's she has perfected <gasps> the resting fringe. bitch face. Oh my god. Oh yeah, fringe. she's a fringer. Oh yeah, fringe yeah. fringe yeah. rules. Yeah. I, I'm excited back. to check it out because I, I was. Um, Mindhunter season one was kind of it was like the most dramatic uh, criminology uh, uh, seminar you could oh, ever 100%. attend. But I was like into it totally. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of interesting stuff. The season one is way more about like the interviewing of the the prisoners, yeah. and this one's way more about them tracking down a killer, which oh, cool, is really cool, really cool. cool. And like you know uh, the the whole profiling of just listen, we have done this, we believe in this, trust the profile, and this was I think the the Atlanta child murders was the first time that they trusted the profile and it worked. Mm. So yeah, it's pretty cool. There you go. Uh, for me, I wanted to give a shout out to what we do in the shadows, the series, because it, now the whole season's on FX or on. Of course, oh, it is. Yeah. It's on Hulu now, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can go and watch the whole thing if you just have a regular Hulu subscription. I've talked about it before. Uh, I love the movie, and this series is so goddamn funny. And I just got to the trial, which mm-hmm. you saw that episode. Did you watch the series? Okay, so I am. Four episodes in. It's been on my DVR. Like, I recorded it, and I watched the pilot. And then I got busy with a bunch of other stuff, and it just kept recording. I was like, all right, well, now I'm too late. I'm just going <laughs> to let it, and then I'm going to binge it. Yeah. So that's my next binge, because I've, I've been waiting for it. Yeah. It's, well, here's what happens. Awesome. <laughs> uh, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll say that the trial, and I think it's the orgy, uh, are my favorite episodes, um, mainly because there's a play on the Babadook, and yeah. it's fucking hilarious. It's the stupidest. It's like a stupid Taika Waititi joke where it's like, maybe it's humor that I don't know. Like, yeah, it's humor okay. from another culture where it's like someone basically whispers a joke and you're like, wait, what the fuck? That was hilarious with that. Why did it go by so quick? Yeah. But uh, like every part of the of the story is perfect. One of my favorite episodes, Animal Control. One of them turns into a bat accidentally gets knocked out and then gets abducted to like, or taken to I, an animal shelter. <laughs> I think I saw like the preview for that episode and I was like, God, these guys are good. Like yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. casting in that episode, even in the pilot, just fantastic. Matt yeah. Berry, shout out, because he does those clips with Clem Fandango. Yeah. There is something from BBC. It's just some stupid bit where... Matt Berry plays someone who does voiceover for yeah. commercials, uh-huh. audiobooks, anything. It's a Toast of London. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and it's those bits, by the way, you should go check those out on top of the what Who's, we do in the which Shadow one series. Plays Matt Berry? Which one? Uh, Matt Berry is in the couple, the guy. Oh, yeah. got it, got it. Because uh, okay, I forgot okay, how else okay, to describe him. Because one guy yeah. is like long hair and the yeah. other guy. Yeah. yeah. And Guillermo, uh, season finale has a really good moment for him. Does like, he? really, really solid. Also, just shout out to who does every character ever? Doug Jones. Uh, yes, who does yeah. uh, the Fishman in Shape of Water, the Fishman right. in Hellboy, the Fishman in Hellboy 2. And <laughs> this one, he's a Dracula. Yeah. He's a vampire. And That's he is, great. Uh, his entire getup is next level it's fantastic what it's really you? good for me uh as of this recording uh pose season two just wrapped Ooh. up on fx um and it's just a really lovely show it um this season um i think kind of like lulled a little bit in the middle because it, it on the one hand it's really cool because it you know this there's, there's a story about the trans community in uh new york in the late 80s early 90s as of season two um and it does a really good job of trying to uh not punish these people for their lives you know yeah, it tries it tries to give them kind of heavy yeah exactly and it, and it tries to give them like nice celebratory moments um and in the middle of the season it's like a little too happy because it's, it's to the point where it's like i i don't know if i i believe like like i it's these i think it'd be more challenging in the in new york in the 80s yeah but but at the it really hits its stride at the end of the season and there is it's already got an order for season three as a child uh uh, but the season two finales are really lovely like if the show ended there it's kind of just a perfect beautiful ending um and it's just 
I think with a lot of TV shows, the appeal is, you know, since you're coming in week in and week out, spending time with these characters on any show. And this is such a lovely, affirming group of characters mm-hmm. to spend time with week in and week out. Um, and such a talented uh, cast. Um, I know Billy Porter's up for an Emmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he deserves it. Um, uh, and so if you don't check out that show, I don't know if it's streaming on other platforms. But if you can, get your hands on it. Because it's just a really, really great show. I feel like that's in my like you know top five things of things I have to watch so I didn't watch season one but everybody tells me I need to watch it it's just like I put it up there and then all of a sudden the show that I've been waiting for for so long comes and like knocks yeah, it yeah, out yeah, and I yeah. gotta get back to it and plus it's an hour long sometimes those hour long shows like oh, oh it's, and it's an FX hour long so some of the episodes are like hour 40 minutes mm-hmm. like what come on what are you doing <laughs> Murphy son of a bitch. it's like the last season of Sons of Anarchy or like season finale is four and a half hours I'm like oh come on what, what, what are you what, 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 that is, that's mean yeah. Yeah. it's that's, just uh, they, they FX likes to likes so to long. take its time, but but it's definitely I definitely highly recommend it. Um, MJ Rodriguez is great as Blanca, um, and just it's just a really really great, lovely, beautiful show, um, and it's always a joy to watch. I'm glad it's coming back for season three. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah! And you know what? Who's coming back? Bad Boys for yeah. Bad Boys for Life, <laughs> not directed by Michael Bay. We yeah. got two newbies, which we did not recognize the director's name for the for this last movie, but. It's you hope for the best because right. I'm looking right now and I don't know if this movie would have worked now because of Rotten Tomatoes because I'm looking and it has a 22. percent That's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. audience score is like 100. a B. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it, but like it, it's a normal score which I'm like I'd give it that. Yes, like, yeah. I, I think this movie is fantastic. I saw it in theaters with my dad and we were all like screaming and like yelling and hooting and hollering. We were having a great time. I, I this is how much. I'll, first of all. I think I may have told you on it. I think we might have been on a movie fights when I brought it up, but like bad boy, the bad boys franchise is my favorite, uh, like, you know, buddy cop franchise yeah. by far. I mean, I love lethal weapons and all that kind of stuff, but bad boys for me is everything. And you know, bad boys was Michael Bay's for, it was his directorial debut. Yeah. It was the first bad boys. Really? Jumping from yeah. music videos to bad boys. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, which basically bad boys was at points, a music video. <laughs> um, and Bad Boys 2 for me, I think, you know, like all my friends are going to argue Young Guns 2 as, you know, like that, but my, that's my favorite sequel all the time. And when we, we first started doing Schmoes No, everybody's going around like, what are your top five favorite movies? Like, let's get to know one another. And I was like, you know, uh, Bad Boys 2, Goodfellas, Braveheart. And they were like, wait, what? Bad Boys 2. <laughs> right off the bat, he's just like coming out hot yeah. with Bad Boys 2. It was like the movie that my brother and I consistently watched in college and all the way through and anytime it was on TV to the point where like I introduced my wife to the Bad Boys franchise and she's like, I love these movies. I'm like, well, good, we can get married. <laughs> my ring says we ride together and her says we die together. Nice. Yes. Bad Boys, yeah. for, life. Bad boys yeah. for life. And that's how we ended our vows in our wedding. It was like we ride together, we die together, Bad Boys for life. That's so fucking yeah. cool. Uh, and I, you know what? Uh, us, I'll be honest. The movie's kind of like faded from view mainly because when my, you hear Michael Bay now the first thing you think is Transformers right. like, yeah. like that just screams in your brain you committed yeah. to that franchise for a very a shockingly long I amount mean, of time my god mm. and you can tell by the third one he's like god what did I do yeah what did you you and then he did like two more he did two <laughs> more it's like hey we got Mark Wahlberg he's like I guess, I uh, I guess I mean, why not I guess yeah. it's different yeah. um, but I kind of like faded from view until Hot Fuzz came out yes. and Nick Frost's character's love of that and they show the clip I'm like 
dude, fuck yeah, this rules. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was right? one of the first like crushes I had was yeah. Gabrielle Union and that, and the next oh. to that was like Britney Spears. Like yes. those were like those were long, long running crushes I had. Maybe to this day, probably yeah. like when she's in the water with Johnny Tapia, and she yeah. like, realizes that she's not gonna be able to get the thing, and she's sitting there with that bikini. I'm just like. Oh my God, Gabrielle Union! <laughs> and then I remember going. I remember when like she first got together with Dwayne Wade, the basketball player. My brother called me. He's like, "You believe Dwayne Wade?" Is I was like, "Yeah, he's an yeah. NBA player." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sense, what, are you, what are you talking about? I well, think it's who a did win-win you for think both was of gonna... for Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and then you know she is in that, which I haven't seen an episode. Is that basically the Bad Boys spinoff? Is the, it's a Spectrum TV show? I think it's it's called like Most Wanted or something. And it's they're cops. It's she plays. Her character from Bad Boys That's 2. That's crazy. I didn't really? know about TV this. show. And her partner is Jessica Alba. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on Spectrum. Yeah. And I don't know where to get it because I don't have Spectrum as my cable it's provider. Like, yeah. It's like the Paramount Network. I don't, you're like, I don't have I, a cable provider. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing it's going to come out on some sort of streaming service soon. But um, I never watched an episode of it. And I always thought... and. It, one of the even cooler things is that Joe Carnahan, he was the, the original director signed on for Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. He came into Collider Live, right? Nice. And we start talking about Bad Boys and he's like, and I tell him about my wedding ring and all this stuff. And he's like, dude, let me send you the script that I wrote. What? So not only did he send me the script, he sent me an animation of a car chase that he had an oh, idea yeah. for. And guys, it was absolutely bonkers and it was just like a storyboard animation that's awesome, awesome. that's and so, so cool. and then Joe Carnahan and I became friends via email which is amazing in itself because he's the, he's the coolest dude and afterwards he started telling me about like why he stepped away from Bad Boys for Life which I will never bring up in public because like I don't want to betray the man's trust but a lot of it was not Joe Carnahan. Like mm-hmm. he was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And I think that that's why they brought on like kind of two unknown directors mm-hmm. that Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, and Michael Bay approved of, along with Jerry Bruckheimer. Like they yeah. had this meeting and they were like, listen, if they're going to have the vision of it and they want to do it, let's do it because then we don't have the ego of like a big time director yeah. like you would of like a more established guy. It's, it's tough because it's you know it's risky because you know sometimes these. Younger guy, because have they done anything prior to this? Uh, let me or, check it really quick. But um, I did look at it. It's called LA's Finest. Yeah, LA's it's, Finest. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. It is. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And like they have Sid Ern, Ernie Hudson's in this. Jake Busey's in this. Like, I don't yeah. know where to watch it, uh, but dude, there when are, the trailer came out, I was like, all right. I'll watch it. There's a like season only on Spectrum, and it's got a season two that's locked already. It is a spinoff from Bad Boys. That's crazy. How is this not being talked about? And how is it not on a Hulu or a Netflix or something yeah, like Spectrum is like holding that. it from us, guys? Yeah. And it's ridiculous. I'm not uh, gonna pay for it. So I'm not uh, get it. <laughs> speaking of uh, Joe Carnahan, he, he yeah. unfortunately wasn't able to do Bad Boys for Life, but also he had a pitch for um, Daredevil before Daredevil left Fox and became the Netflix show. Really? And I'm kind of bummed we we never got to see because it was supposed to be set in like the 60s back when Hell's Kitchen was actually With scary. Hell's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and and it wasn't 31, 3100 for a one bedroom. Exactly, yeah. and, and I've started I've started uh, thinking about it more because I kind of think the Netflix series would have been more. I don't know. Successful is the wrong word, but I think they would have been more interesting if they'd been set in the 60s and 70s, like the original comics. Like Punisher actually was a Vietnam vet and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Do you watch uh, The Deuce? I do. That's one of the reasons I was like, these Netflix shows should have been set in that time. It would have been great. Because they make New York look so dirty and so dangerous and such like a place you don't want to be. And now when you shoot it, it's like 13 going on 30, which is a great movie. Mm -hmm. But it also like makes New York just... Because I lived in New York for two years. 
I never even once felt unsafe. And I yeah. was like in some bad neighborhoods late at night, quote unquote bad neighborhoods, and never once did I feel like I was, uh, that something was going to happen to yeah, me. Yeah, but yeah. back then it was like, mm-hmm. you know, they, that's how they advertised it to us as kids so we wouldn't move to New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's bad there. Don't yeah. go there. It's the old Homer Simpson line. Like, oh, you can't be in New York after dark. It's when the crazies go crazy or the, when the psychos go crazy and the crazies go sicko or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that. That's what they advertised us about New York. And that would have been sick if Daredevil was in the sixties. Yeah, it, oh, would, it would have made more. It just it, there's a lot of stuff. And then like you know, because everybody was bummed because the the Defenders never crossed off with the Avengers, and then you could have just gone, well, because they're in the sixties and seventies. Right. They were before the Avengers were around. You totally, know what I mean? Yeah, totally and you're good. Just, yeah, you're just good to go. Maybe have Haley Atwell pop in with some old age makeup there on. You, you know what I mean? Uh, call so it a day. They have so these two guys. Uh, bear with me. His there's there Israeli, I think. Uh, oh, thank God. Okay, yes. so I I'm just not going to take a swing at looking okay. at these names. It, 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 I'll show you. I think yeah. It's, yeah. Adil El Arby Adil. and Bilal Fala. There we go. Yeah. Uh, and they worked on an episode of Snowfall. Sure. And it looks like they were working on a Wiz Khalifa movie. Okay. About Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa's cool. from Pittsburgh. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Shout out. And then uh, there's like a few other mentions but it's like it's it's very they have a very small filmography yeah. which could is be fine, great could know? be great it's a, it's just you know it's always um i mean you've got okay so you've got your two stars back which is really what matters obviously yes. and will smith is still a movie star i mean he's still yeah. like a giant effing deal and if you follow him on instagram he's he's a pretty fun follow on social yeah. media oh, yeah. uh i i have i just I don't understand why Michael Bay wouldn't say. I understand that he's probably under contract with Transformers, and they're probably asking him to do a bunch more movies. But why he wouldn't just say, you know, this is my thing, or if he just went out on a swan song that was Bad Boys Two? Because, in my opinion, and I know you've never, you had never seen never these movies before this, yeah. That Bad Boys Two might be a perfect movie. I mean, I think it might be perfect. <laughs> I mean, I I see what you're saying. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree. I, but... I think it's my one of my most favorite movies to watch for pure enjoyment. Yes. All, like from start to finish. Yeah. Also, it's like that... It's like that prime, grimy Miami vibe, which uh-huh. I've never been to Florida. This is my look at it. That yeah. in Disney World is what I assume <laughs> yeah. all of Florida is like. Yeah. Um, and it, everything about it, like it had some, uh, the DP on it was really creative with a lot of the action shots. Totally. Also, I think it might have the, not, this is definitely not the best car chase. I will say it's not the best car chase that has existed in cinema or TV mm-hmm. or whatever. But, it's, but it's the one that's stuck in my brain more than any other one where it's mm-hmm. like, I remember you watch it, you're mm-hmm. like, I like, God, no cops got hurt. It's like, are you, are you yeah, fucking there's kidding a, there's me? A, there's a scene after that. So, so there's uh, this, this tractor Literally trailer of every cars. Car, every cop wrecked a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're dropping cars off this tractor trailer yes. to like stop the cop car. And eventually they, they, like like there's a boat that gets uh, separated from its trailer it's a boat. and, it's a and boat. the propellers the propellers just launch through a car and so cut to after this massive just the like at one point like they reach into the back of their cop car uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and they have these just machine guns that they just start <laughs> <Yeah>. spraying <laughs> cut to Joe Pantoliano as the chief like well thank god no cops were killed and I'm like yeah but how many civilians <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me yeah but go cops yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, when the boat starts like and then Mike when Mike Lowry well, yeah. so, when I was I think I was like 16. You know, remember back in the day, you guys are a lot younger than me, but back in the day, you used to, you know, record your home answering machine. Yeah, yeah, and your yeah. parents would be like, hi, you've reached 412. And, you know, like it'd be real serious. And then my mom would go to work and I'd be like, yo, it's Mike Lowry, you hot. <laughs> Leave a message. And my mom would call me like, Joshua. Like, she would get so upset because I would always mess around with the Mike Lowry stuff, right? But 
<laughs> when when he is driving that Ferrari through that car chase, first of all, there's two amazing car chases. One, they're throwing cars. The other one, they're throwing bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's basically the same car chase <laughs> with bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the uh, way, that that when the head disconnected or something, I think that was in a nightmare I had for like a two years after. I was like, ah. and it was as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is funny, but also a little scary. But clearly, it did way more damage than I thought it would. <laughs> totally. There's there's points in there where you're like. Okay, so they run into the second level of an office building, like, get out, get out! And then they just open fire with machine guns and cops. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> sure, Miami, no problem. Um, the, when he's driving that Ferrari and he just goes, ooh, my butthole puckered a little bit on that one. That's, that's a good effing yeah. line. Like, that's a really good line. A uh, good uh, bit that always stays with me is when they're in the car chase with the machine guns and he still he pulls his head in and the gun shoots the inside of the car. And it's like, uh, Martin Lawrence has the perfect, like, Okay, I fucked up. Like, he has the perfect I fucked up face where it's like you can feel it in your soul that feeling because yeah. Will Smith is like the swagger he's the cool part yeah. Martin Lawrence is the is the stable dad part of this that yeah. can't keep up with Will Smith yeah. uh, and this movie still has my favorite comedic Will Smith moment in a movie is besides with like uh, with Richie when he comes in the kid comes to the door oh, yeah, yeah. and it's the, the best he's like he's the oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told my brother, I said, because this is my, one of my brother's favorite movies too, right? And, and he was so excited when my wife loved it because his wife can't stand it. And, um, we are, uh, we're, when he, so my niece is nine. And I told him, I was like, when she goes on her first date, you're going to give me like a three-day head up. I'm just going to head to San Francisco because he lives outside mm-hmm. San Francisco. And we're doing that scene. Like yeah. I'm going to come out with a bandana, no shirt on, like chest hair out, like a fake gun. Like, yeah. I'm going to do it. See, I'm going to do it line for line. Line <laughs> for line. With the N-word. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and like I, I'm, I just want to see if like a millennial 16 year old from the Silicon Valley is going to be scared of like a, yeah, yeah. a barrel chest and see, well, but, and see, but then and then if he's like, oh, bad boys too, you're like, oh, he's good to go. Oh, yeah, right, he's clearly he's good to go. This Correct. kid's good to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, do you want to go on the date or do you want to come watch Bad Boys Two? Because we're halfway through it right yeah. now. Uh, so I, it was interesting watching this after having seen Hobbs and Shaw, which was this year's big like buddy action comedy whatever whatever and while i enjoyed that movie it was we it, one of the things that stood out to me because I, I unfortunately missed her screening so i had to watch it like with the rest of everybody else uh, so people uh, yeah people's opinions were already coming out and it was interesting because immediately it became apparent like oh part of what doesn't elevate this is it's the two it's the two straight men there's no there's no martin lawrence no, in this duo it's they not. these as far as an action comedy goes, these guys serve the same function. Correct. So when like Ryan Reynolds is on screen in that movie or Kevin Hart's on screen, specifically Kevin Hart has a line like, you need a guy like me. And it's like, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do, actually. You do, you do need That's that guy. That's why Central Intelligence worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that movie really shouldn't have worked because the script was kind of weak. I mean, it was a short movie. There wasn't a lot to it. But because you had The Rock and Kevin Hart, that movie worked. Yeah, because you need the, you need with action comedy, you need the efficient guy and you need the comedy guy. And there can be some intermingling. But like, even though uh, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham can both be funny, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, they're not. They're not like it's the same joke, exactly. Yeah. And so watching this, it's like the the interplay. Like, uh, buddy movies live and die by the chemistry of their pair. Like Lethal Weapon, um, uh, Die Hard Three, any of that stuff. And the Martin Lawrence Will Smith dynamic is one hundred percent what makes this movie click. They have a really good dynamic. They they play off each other really well. I'm surprised that I haven't seen them in more movies movies playing off of this also i brought up before we started airing that like when so my first time watching it like when the it's coming up it's like martin lawrence will smith i'm like whoa time out what <laughs> even then will, yeah, in 2003 yeah, like, yeah why is martin lawrence getting top billing over will smith <laughs> 
ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I I was looking up because I was wondering, the original Bad Boys script went around, and I feel like the original cast, and this could be wrong. Do you guys know this? I think I, think I know what you're about to say. Yeah, it's yeah. Jim Belushi and John Lovitz. Okay, what I heard was... The cast of Bad Boys. John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. Da- you might be right. That yeah, might yeah, be yeah. It. yeah. And it's, it's like, that would have been different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a different kind I of movie. I feel like they made a better call, but... We'll never know. Right. No. Some other universe out there. That's <laughs> no. we they're talking about just like we're talking about this. <laughs> I feel like the popular opinion between a lot of, amongst a lot of people, not being mine, is that Bad Boys is better than Bad Boys Two. And I and I don't agree. I mean I think there's some really amazing parts in Bad Boys. I think the ending thing in the airplane hangar mm-hmm. is a crazy ending, but I don't think you're gonna get crazier than driving a Hummer through cocaine shacks onto <laughs> Guantanamo Bay. I mean, like even in the pitch room. Okay, so here's the funny... So Joe Carnahan, I can tell this story. Joe Carnahan told me that he was talking to Michael Bay and he was like, so how long did it take you to shoot that cocaine like chase thing in the Guantanamo Bay? He's like, to be honest with you, that wasn't in the original script. I like wrote that. It was a paragraph and we greenlit it and shot it. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, how did the movie end originally? Yeah. Like, it doesn't end at Guantanamo. How does it end? Because they basically like... Th- okay, think about some of the absurd things in 2. Bad Boys 1 didn't like escalate... To the point of insanity, like Bad Boys Two did. Right? Yeah, like yeah. They no, took the a, end is insane. It's insane. Yeah. Right? like they they take it to a whole other level. Like, yo, we're going to Cuba. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cops <laughs> from Miami with CIA guy. Okay, sure. it's it, it's one of those moments where it's like, yeah, this is a cop movie, and then then Michael Bay. It's one of those classic Michael Bay is like, I'm going to jerk off to the military for a minute. And we're going to go on a secret stealth mission with Navy SEALs. Because <laughs> fuck yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Surprised Nicholas Cage wasn't one of the CIA guys. Yeah, right. That'd be crazy. He's Just a sniper. A yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cameo. Um, but like a lot of people will say that Bad Boys is the better movie. And I mean, it's good. It set the stage for the greatest sequel of all time. But I think if you're like, you went to Olive Garden and then all of a sudden Guy Fieri came to your house and cooked you Flavortown. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the difference between Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that. I mean, one. I like the analogy. Yeah, well, I've, only, I've, only seen, I've only seen Bad Boys 2. It is I, interesting. I do agree that Bad Boys 2, for me, is a better movie. Okay. And also, I saw it first. It's like, it felt like Bad Boys was the, it felt like a sequel to me watching it. I'm like, nah, you guys, yeah. everything, you, you made everything I like in the second movie. But yeah. I think that's the difference between like 1995 and 2003. Mm-hmm. In eight years we were given the ability to just go insane yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right it's interesting watching it now having seen it for the first time now because there's a lot of like there's a there's an exchange between will smith and martin lawrence of like listen man if a guy comes at me you gotta shoot him yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> and it's like that's uh, that's a weird weird exchange to have and now at this day and age and then and never once have i ever heard of gitmo as like a positive like we need to get there yes yeah, there's everything it depends on us getting we, to gitmo well this will be a good thing for us if we go to gitmo, gitmo I mean, guess maybe in 2004. I don't know. You know, maybe. We're going to just drive through all these houses to get there. I know, but hey, you get Martin Lawrence on drugs. Real funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't do drugs, yeah. but it's very funny. Uh, also, I mean, I just forgot. You, miss- you got a nice fish. Big fucking eyes. But a nice fucking fish. <laughs> That's a nice fucking fish. <laughs> also, also, I've... Capitan. Dude, I can, I can rattle off this entire movie. Scene scene. I really can. It's also interesting because it comes from a... You know, because I've seen a lot of other movies from this era. It comes from that time where it's like... 
when you think about all the carnage and the destruction and the blowing up and the murdering, and it's all to stop ecstasy. Yeah. It's like, it's like we, see, we see one club rat OD on ecstasy, and suddenly it's okay to nuke half of Miami just to stop these guys. It's yeah. like, a different time, man. It's a different, different time. time. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's a yeah. different time. The war on drugs <laughs> will work. And you know who's going to win it? Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in Miami God alone. Damn it. They're right they are. Yeah. yeah. I love... I uh, sometimes... Like those throwaway lines of the Haitian guy going like, "Not in here." <laughs> it's like I'll do that to my brother. I'll just call him and leave him that voicemail. But okay, so we were talking about the car chase, and you were saying that uh, Pantaleon is like, "Good thing no cops died." Yeah. Like, what about the actual human car? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the best part: is they're getting brought into the captain's office. He's freaking out with his woosa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Will Smith. This is gonna be 20 minutes after these. Like. How much? He's already contacted the body shop, and they've already <laughs> given him a price on how much the airbag is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, we definitely lost 20 civilians, but my airbag, man, <laughs> come on. What the hell? Oh, you're going to get your 18,000. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? As a finale, that movie, like, that's a pri- like, man, that's an awesome story that, like, this was just something they like, we got to do this. Yes. Yeah, we got to do this. We got the money. Let's go shoot it. Was it was a paragraph on a page. Trucks drive through cocaine and Gitmo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. But as yeah. a finale, that always, like, was stuck in my head because it's just like, you feel it was not, a nice little moment in this where you get uh, just a tiny little bit of drama or action movie drama like yeah. not drama drama but like it always stuck with me and also seeing the bad guy blow up like full half a body just like yeah. like, a, like a firework it's it's like it's when real the, rewarding it's in the in the beginning of the boys when the speed guy hits the girlfriend yeah she explodes in blood i mean that's what they do to johnny tapia yeah. with somehow the best line is yeah you can have it right next to the landmine and she mm-hmm. does the roll through the landmine i'm like there's oh yeah what was the plan there yeah, yeah. what was so it? they both dive yeah. and happen to miss it but he lands on three <laughs> yeah and I also like the one thing I notice is like you know Martin Lawrence really as far as the action stuff is not is not pulling the same weight Will no. Smith is but at the end yeah. he gets that one shot he gets the one but it's like I don't know where those skills came from but that's where it was Will Smith hey. even calls him out for it. it's like that's how you shoot uh-huh. yeah. and, and you got that like a uh, little bit of a Matrix slow-mo bullet shot that, yeah. you know, like, thank, the, the Wachowskis gave us the opportunity that you needed that at the end of Bad Boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. When they blow up that house in Cuba, I mean, oh, yeah. they mm-hmm. legit blow up a mansion. They- yeah, man, I miss the days where you actually just, like, uh, uh, I really enjoyed Avengers Endgame, but, like, when you see the behind-the-scenes photos, it's, like, green screen. Oh, These green people screen. standing on a green screen. A little bit These of set. People standing you know, they try to screen. do more, but it's still a gigantic blue screen. The one that stood out to me was the one where it's Cap versus Cap, and the scepter isn't even real like it's just like it's just a a green stick on the ground you're like that's disappointing yeah (laughs) that's that's disappointing i mean they blow up half of like a cuban army i mean we started an international incident to save a cop yeah Yeah. sister sister. we're gonna get she was dea she was dea but 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 yeah, like, but, but still, yes. yeah. <laughs> but we got to get him. It's all good. We yeah. got and get him. And, and then he got him a new pool. He did. Yeah. Ah, but they wreck it at the yeah. end. And then they sing the theme song. I it's love pretty that, good. That he that Martin Lawrence as a city police officer has enough money to live on the intercoastal in Miami. Mm-hmm. Like but he's complaining about the pool. He has to spend. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. It's like the third most expensive zip code in the country. Yeah. And oh, dude, I just. And you know what? The, like. The the great part about both bad boys is that you know they're trick they're tracking drug traffickers right yeah, yeah I think the villain in the first one is way more villainous than in the second one the, mm-hmm. the vil- Johnny Tapia who also plays the coke dealer in Blow I mean that actor has been in everything and he's always a cocaine dealer in yeah, every yeah. movie he's in hey, if it works it works it is yeah. he's he's I love him because he definitely has that like 
you know, he's a great villain of all that kind of stuff. But he's also, he's like that perfect perfect caricature of a villain. Because the Russian guys are the perfect caricature. Yeah, Peter Stormare. Oh, yeah. He's great in everything. And so whenever he, sh- he's, when he shows up and he's like, well, why isn't he the bad? He's Peter yeah. Stormare. Why isn't he the bad guy? <laughs> when he's like, I'm on your side. And then he gets oh, yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's really, it, this movie, well-roundedly enough, might be... I mean, it's it's my favorite movie, and re- as far as rewatchability goes, if it's on, I'm watching it. It stays on my DVR. Yeah, there's only a one other movie that I can rewatch all the time, but it has to be a specific time of year, and that's Die Hard. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Like as soon as I take my last bite of turkey, my last bite of stuffing, that last last bit of gravy goes down. Die Hard comes on and doesn't stop until December 25th. Well, hold on. So earlier you mentioned you list Bad Boys in your top five, but now I'm curious what your top five is. Oh, yeah. So Bad Boys 2, Goodfellas. Bad I heard. Boys 2, Goodfellas, Braveheart, Dumb and Dumber, MacGruber. MacGruber's so good. Is so yeah. good. It's I didn't so watch underrated. It. Did we watch yeah. it together? Or no. Did we? So I watched yeah. it with my girlfriend, and like we had like zero expectations right. from that movie because... It's like an SNL. It's movie. a it's a me- it's a mediocre SNL sketch. Yeah. SNL sketch is fine. It yeah. was funny, and then it was like you know that's pretty good, and yeah. then it became not funny, and like right. most of their sketches. And so this movie, <laughs> yeah. that movie, we should just do an episode on that. Yeah. Honestly, I'll rewatch it again. Yeah, I, it's, it's on so Hulu funny. right now. It's, Come over. It's on my DVR at all times. Yeah. Please, yeah. Uh, the, it's the best, and also Ryan Phillippe, best use uh, of him. Uh, full ever. stop. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the NCIS or CSI or whatever, whatever one he gets doing. to run now. By my himself. wife was watching uh, Cruel Intentions the other night when I got home and she's like this movie sucks and I was like it kind of does like, <laughs> some of those teen movies from Can't Hardly Wait holds up yeah. Trojan Wars holds up you know some. but then there's those teen movies like Cruel Intentions that just don't hold up like yeah. at one bit and they make Reese Witherspoon out to be this complete moron in that movie regardless you're right Ryan Phillippe as the unintentional comedy in that movie yeah, yeah. when he goes there were tons of spots closer with meters. <laughs> <laughs> when he, when he discovers uh, the journal and it's just the the guy's license plate over and over and over again, and then uh, like I it's an incredible callback. KFBR three nine two. KFBR three nine two. And then like, wait, did you use me as a human shield? No. Were you wearing a bullet? Oh, that's great. Yeah. So funny. Genuinely uh, throat surprised. Throat rips are disgusting. But yeah, the throat rips. <laughs> the little pieces I will of... suck as many... I grip as many, many throats. throats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, me and my man. buddy still to, to this day quote, like, what do you want me to fuck? Just, what do you, what do you want me to fuck? I think there's some white out who can copy <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Oh my By god. By the way, just throwing it out there, have you seen Popstar? Speaking of SNL movies. Yes. Uh, what do you think? It's a great movie. Thank god. Okay. Yeah. That's another movie. I know, yeah, yeah, I, I want to check that, that one. That one out. is yeah. it was a sleeper because I got invited to a screen and I'm like it's you know, who doesn't like the Lonely Island? But like, right. what do you expect from this? That yeah. one was so. That one was fantastic. Hold on, he was able to rattle off his top five like that. Yeah. Do you have your top five at the? No. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll tell you this. Okay. Bad Boys Two's in it. Okay. Bad Boys Two is in it. Hot Fuzz five? is in it, and Hot Fuzz is in it. Too. Hot okay. Fuzz is. And about time. Okay, so we got three. <laughs> we got three. So what are the last two? Uh, Avengers Endgame. I'm going to throw it in there just because of the, the it, every emotion attached to it and all like the fun shit. There's definitely sure. movies that are better, but I can't think of them. Yeah. And then fifth. Green Room? I'll put Green Room in there because really? Green Room no. was... Because uh, of the emotions attached to it, maybe not because of okay. uh, like quality of the yeah. cinema, but that was my first Fantastic Fest I went to, and it was the most fun theater experience yeah, I had watching. Never mind, it's three football and soul going yeah, through yeah, a green yeah. room into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's three football and three soul. Three football and soul, that's a good one. Uh, let's see, Once Upon a Time in the West. 
Um, uh, 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 I mean, if we're talking like all time, you're like, like a movies, cinema. You're like a real cinephile. Well, they just wait because the then way you prob- say words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably, probably like all Spider Man. Sam Raimi's first Spider Man movie means a lot to me. Um, probably the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, what my what are my last two Reservoir Dogs? Okay. Um, oh, such a sophisticated list. Dang it! Is. Come on, one ten. Uh, a Casablanca. Oh, Casablanca is just is just Kind-o a classic. Oh, that or like no. Mm. Well, she said that or like the Hey Arnold movie. or the Hey Arnold <laughs> movie. Uh, uh, maybe Michael Mann's Thief. Because for some reason that that movie just means the, there's a, there's a scene and it's it's like a proto version of have you have you seen Thief? I've not seen Thief. Have you seen Heat? Yes. Okay, so the classic scene in Heat is where they sit down in the diner. There's a very similar scene in Thief where he Wait, goes. Wait, is Thief with Edward Norton and no? Norton? Okay, uh, it's um um uh it's with uh, James Con. Okay, um and he plays a a thief, a titular okay. thief. Interesting. And and first date with this woman, um he ends up talking about his time in prison and just the. The delivery of it and just the whole thing is just a beautiful scene of acting. It's I I like the early Michael Mann, like the very like stripped down, steely, yeah. like when when thieves are po- performing a theft, it's actual thieves that are doing it and how they would have done it in oh, yeah. real life. And I I I, I that shit up. You I, see Black Hat. Black Hat. I I've not seen Black Hat, and I'm going to be honest. Was it what, what was the Dillinger the Johnny Depp Dillinger movie? Uh, 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 Shoot, um, grab I didn't. I didn't love that one either. But like, but like, Thief and Heat are like all times, forever and ever. Amen. I will always watch. Most one. It's not most wanted. It's like something, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you guys have like an underrated movie? Public enemies. Public, Public enemies. enemies. There you go. Do you guys have like an underrated action movie that you always tell people like you have to see if they haven't seen it? Um, do you have one of those? Now, you know, Hot Fuzz isn't underrated though. It's just no. it's. You're, I'm always surprised of how few people have seen it, uh-huh. which is weird because it's Edgar Wright. You know, like it, we know it, but like sure. that one never gets quite enough love. Uh, action movie. Uh, what we see last year, fantastic. Uh, night Netflix, comes for us. The night comes for us. Yeah. Uh, it's equal it's a, loss for from the same the raid. group of people. It was the raid. Oh, so it's oh, the same oh. like. Okay, it's a yeah. Netflix movie. Yeah. They made it in Indonesia. It's all shot in Jakarta. Okay, it, it sets up how the triad works in Southeast Asia, and oh, like shit. they have like. The five, it's like the five wins or yeah, something there, like but that. But there's a bunch of that. There's like yeah. like two or three groups of like these five or six people that are the best fighters in the whole world. But the yeah. best fighters run the triad, so one of them needs to run away now. And he has to fight. Oh, Instead of like the triad sending like their best assassins, it's like what if we just sent like like the IT guys to? Like they just sent like every fucking guy and it's so violent. Yeah, it's, it's but crazy violent. The best is just you have uh, Iko Was, who's the star of the raid in raid two as the villain going yeah. up against our main guy who's also in the raid. And the last final Jotasm. fight is like twenty minutes or something. Yeah, like, and it's just those two guys, and it's great the because it's living shit out of each because other. It, it, it has those, those layers of like raids are, yeah. yeah. So it's like insane like that, but then there's also some humor in it because they're fighting in this like warehouse, and so a guy will dodge a kick, so the other guy kicks uh, like a steel beam, yeah. and so there's some of that like Looney Tunes physical humor in okay. it that like there's there's just a lot going on that really really works underrated action films like what's a go-to for you i always pick commando the schwarzenegger yeah you know he i mean it's an 80s silly movie but it's got i mean the action is so ridiculous it's amazing but it's also got so many one-liners because they still weren't sold on the fact that schwarzenegger could deliver dialogue yeah this whole movie (laughs) is just one-liners right and so if you have i feel like commando because you have predator and predator is like an actually really good movie yep and then you then you got Schwarzenegger into like you know his comedy action kind of a thing and more of his movies were like more straight 
straight edge, the same with Stallone kind of a thing. But Commando was the, the the action movie when the 80s just said, F it, this guy is Superman. He just mm-hmm. isn't a super superhero. Yeah. Like he can do whatever the F he wants. Like he can row to shore from California to Catalina. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like the rock, like when Rock and Fast and Furious like flexes his muscle and breaks his cast because yes. of his physique, you're like, you maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Who am I to say? Yeah. Uh, I know my answer. It's Last Action Hero. That's more of a comedy, but the action that movie is kick ass. It's kind of fantastic. Name. It's, no. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. loved it when I was a kid. Oh, okay. I loved yeah. it. I haven't Ooh. seen it since I was a kid, uh, but as a kid, up. I loved it. Oh, also, man. I didn't even realize that the director of Die Hard did that, so it's so cool that I got. Yeah. who like did the action movie yes. <laughs> was able to make a movie that totally rips on that but at the same time celebrates it and all of yeah. cinema at the same time see like for me when I say like when I say favorite movies I say the rewatchability factor like I could watch yeah, any of those movies yeah. anytime right and I can watch Die Hard anytime but because it's a Christmas movie to me is I only want to watch it during Christmas time mm-hmm. right so I can't watch it the rest of the year I still put it in my top 10 favorite yeah. movies because I think it's the perfect action movie really and truly yeah. and I think that Hans Gruber might be the best villain of all time it's great Alan he, Rickman amazing right and yeah. he doesn't there isn't one part of of Hans Gruber that is redeeming right he's mm-hmm. just a bad person yeah. when he kills Ellis you realize he's just a villain yeah right? like he you know he's they're gonna kill him and that's real life that's what would happen in that situation not that anything would happen in Nakatomi Plaza I mean but I'm just saying if that happened that's what Hans Gruber would do but like I feel like every time the Italian job is on TV I watch that and I don't even know if I would put that in like a thriller heist also action movie because yeah. like the car chase with the helicopter and all that kind of stuff and like, there's Mini Coopers okay yeah. so wait which one are you talking about which Italian job the one with Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. Ooh, that one rules I know, it's great it's so good I don't think I've actually seen the original good. with Michael Caine I hear it's yeah, very it's good. good yeah if you're talking about underrated action because it's tough because I think about like one thing I want to say about Die Hard that I love uh, is the when you boil it down, it really is just a cop versus robbers. Yes. Because it seems like this big epic. At the end of the day, these are just it's robbers. Not, yeah. They're not trying to. It's just like <laughs> cop versus robbers. Uh, and so it's once you get to like the fourth Die Hard where he's like murdering helicopters with cars, it's like, but this is. I know. This isn't the thing. Yeah. This isn't the. It's uh, cool, but it's a bummer that it's the Die thing Hard. Is, it, I think that Die Hard with a Vengeance. If you look at that that first Die Hard trilogy, the first Die Hard is perfect. The second Die Hard is basically just a retread in an airport. Yeah. It's not bad. It's still pretty damn good. I mean, there's the scenes when he's on the... But it's not the basic cops and robbers. Yeah. And then Die Hard with a Vengeance is actually very, very good if you take away the fact that he's defusing bombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's like... Yeah. It's kind of hard to effing do, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you add the Samuel L. Jackson into that, and that movie is actually really good, but they're not going live free, die hard, like you said, like yeah. jumping a car over a toll booth into a helicopter, and the next one he's saving his kid in Europe via tanks. Like, yeah. guys, that's John McClane. He's a New York City police yeah. officer just trying to save his wife at the end of the day. That's where you kind of got a little absurd. I think in the Fast and the Furious franchise, it was already absurd. They just needed to take it to that bigger and bigger and bigger level, yeah. which I'm totally fine with. It's when you boil it down to is and, and like the same thing in Bad Boys is that these guys are just cops, mm-hmm. right? They brought down a drug ring. They mm-hmm. didn't like you know they didn't solve a nuclear crisis. They somehow infiltrated Cuba, but they did it with SEALs and CIA guys. And I hope that's what they stay with in Bad Boys for Life. Is like they are just really crazy cops that get in car chases and have a good time. You know the other thing I think they should keep in mind because I think something that that the Die Hard franchise did and then Indiana Jones also did is as it, the appeal of the character is their vulnerability. Yes, like in the first Die Hard, he's pulling the glass. Like by the end of that movie, he's he's done. he's like in a hospital for yeah. like a week. You know what I mean? Die Hard. Yeah, exactly. And, and in Indiana Jones, I remember as a kid, like that scene where he gets shot in the 
the arm and the blood hits the windshield, you're like, oh shit, he's vulnerable. You right. know what I mean? And then by the fourth Indiana Jones movie, he's surviving a nuclear blast right. by climbing in a fridge. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, and so I think with, we don't need the absurdity. Yeah. Man. So like keeping these guys, yes, it's going to be a bad boys movie. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're dudes and they can get hurt. And, and they're they can, older now. Exactly. So, and that and makes you should that make them that. more vulnerable. You know what I mean? And more. Uh, I mean, Martin Lawrence looks older. Will Smith. Yeah. Still like he's still like he's singing yeah. summertime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. You asked the underrated or or yeah. un, unseen action movies, and the only one I could think of was um, it's the later Universal Soldier movies. The oh. last two, yeah, you're a fan of are, those. are yeah. actually yeah. like out. There's I've this heard this. There's this Dolph Lundgren Jean Claude Van Damme fight in the fourth movie. I haven't even seen the fourth one, but I've seen this fight, and I'll just watch it because it functions as its own little short film, and it's kind of beautiful and. Uh, 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 like an elegy, elegiac. Uh, I always pronounce it incorrectly. Oh, um, I don't know the words. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's but but the fifth DJ, one, so smart. Yeah, but the, but the fifth one is just a, a full on. I've watched it. Was on Netflix. It's just a full on head trip because because yeah. the, they go into the cloning thing. So the the main character um, who's not Jean Claude Van Damme, Jean Claude Van Damme's character is kind of like this General Kurtz, okay, uh, like leading this group of clones sort of like rebellion and so the main guy played by scott atkins is dealing with his own identity like is he part of this system what who is he as a person and it's almost it, it it's almost like this apocalypse now but the action is insane uh I, tol- that, I totally forgot that they kept making those movies yeah i love the first universe well Soldier. if you combine the last two it's like they're actually even though they're straight to yeah. dvd movies they're actually pretty good and as silly as hard target is like mark ellis and i stand by hard target any day <laughs> you know a movie you might really like and this is another good Brawl and Cell Block 99 Brawl that and Cell yeah. Block yeah that one's fucking it's, it yeah. is very it's very like it takes its time but okay. whenever it gets to a fight oh, it makes you scream um, Vince you Vaughn yeah, yeah yeah Vince Vaughn uh, Vince Vaughn's in it yeah Vince yeah. Vaughn is the guy and because Dude. the first time uh, and it was in Fantastic Facts 2 and they talked about like you forget how big he's Vince big. Vaughn is mm-hmm. as a person the movie plays up like he's it, the, the one of the earliest scenes is he gets an argument with his wife and because he understands that he's uh, uh, he is who he is, he has her go inside because he doesn't want to overact. And he, with his bare hands, demolishes a car. Uh, yeah, like he crazy. like, and it's not he, like the Hulk. It's like a regular person. If you just didn't get beat up that bad, he fully demolishes a car. Like he rips off the hood. Like, mm-hmm. like and it's just one of those. Like, oh, and so from that point on, anytime he gets in a fight, it's like you're probably gonna lose yeah. to this guy. Did you guys ever see the show Banshee on cinema? Yeah, no, I saw the I first season. Okay, yeah, I heard we had a lot of friends talk about it. It yeah. might be the greatest action TV show ever. Made. It's really good. I mean, there's a ton well, of boobs in it because it's Cinemax, but there's also like the violence is incredible. Um, and uh, Anthony Starr, Anthony Starr is. Is Homelander, Homelander, and he's so good as Homelander. Oh. He's good in Banshee, totally. But in Homelander, as Homelander, is like this is a really good performance. I think he is actually closer to Homelander than you think, like in real life. Really, from, from what I've heard, oh, just okay. like oh, so he's Australian. I know a couple Australian people. They're like, they're like I was talking about the boys, and like I ah, fucking Anthony Stapp. Like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. One I gotta give some uh, love to. Also, I love the behind the scenes drama with it. Is Time Cop because the same Jean Claude Van Damme, <laughs> yeah. and it's like. Because he heard, I think he heard, was it the Michael Keaton when he like negotiated for his sequel yeah. and what he could get for the pay? So he said they want to make Time Cop two, and they're like, okay, so I want to, I want this much, and they're like, they just didn't get back to him. That's but they're like, Batman, yeah, we're money. like, no, yeah, yeah. Time Cop made a lot of money, but you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like once again, one's Batman, one's Time Cop. That movie rules. Though. Sudden death, by the way, is the giant, and that's in Pittsburgh. And they so the so here's what happened. So. You know, the end of sudden death, he's dressed as the goalie, as the Pittsburgh Penguins goalie, mm-hmm. right? And 
he does that famous kick where he dresses the goalie and he puts the skate through the cook, like in the kitchen because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he kills that cook, right? Which is amazing. Um, and so they sent out this thing in the Pittsburgh Coast Gazette, and they were like, hey, listen, we need a full arena of people, at least close to full arena of people. You're going to see the Penguins play like a minor league team, but it's for a movie, and you guys get to be there all day to watch hockey and get to watch a movie made. They sold the arena out. Wow. That, that is how many people in Pittsburgh were like, we got nothing better to do. It's yeah. Let's go watch some hockey. Yeah. And, and that was that. They went, and, and you can see, like, so, I mean, the director talks about it. He's like, all these people showed up. We thought we were going to get, like, four or 500 extras. These people were unpaid. They got free lunch, yeah. but they were unpaid. And they just sat there, and they watched the movie get made. And then they dropped that helicopter into the arena and they exploded obviously the people weren't in the arena mm. but there's people that you know back in the day on their camcorders like around the arena being like oh they're gonna drop the helicopter <laughs> there it goes oh! like they're yelling from outside That's the arena amazing. It was I haven't seen Sudden Death but I've heard really good things about it and I guess yeah. they're doing a remake or something yes yeah. I, Netflix is doing one it's set in Winnipeg or set in something like that Netflix and John Claude Van Damme's not involved another really good Pittsburgh action movie though is Striking Distance Bruce Willis. Oh, nice. Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Young Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, it's painting a picture of what time this movie came correct. out. Like yeah. 84, I think, 85, something like that. And he plays a boat cop. Mm-hmm. Cool. Who, who, yeah, it's yeah. sick. Because we have rivers in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know? So he's a river boat cop. And he's tracking down this serial killer who's killing like all of his ex-girlfriends, basically. And, it's, and it beca- it's, it was his cousin that he ratted on who was, a, who was like a, a corrupt cop. Ooh. And it's, dude, it, this movie is so stupidly good. He lives on a riverboat. Uh-huh. Like Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, is naked at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. If that's it, what you're into. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was like like pre her in Sex in the City going insane and like starting to look very alienish and like, but still hot, like post square pegs kind of a thing. Like, she's probably like 24, 25 years old. There you go. Wait, where's uh, Hocus Pocus in the terms of uh, release dates? <laughs> it's the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's pre Hocus Pocus. Pre Hocus Pocus. But striking. Distance, I, you know, I was into Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus when I was a young lad. Same. Yeah. The um, weird crushes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh is, uh, has a ton, it's like a very hilly city. Yeah. So they have an awesome car chase through the city where the, like the cop cars are bouncing through the city. And I remember being in the car with my dad. I was like, I think this came out. I was like seven, six, something like that. And I was like, Dad, do the striking distance. He's like, we can't do that in normal cars. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. not how. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're a kid and you find out that like uh, every time. 93, they, actually. There you go. Every time they Shit. jump the General Lee, it's like they wreck that car. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. what cars can't. What? Yeah. It's like, it's like kind of like disheartening. You're like. Oh, okay. What's so really quick, we're getting love in, from Danny M in the chat for one, the core. So that's a shout out core, for huh? verse of love to the core, but also speed Two cruise control, yes. which is super underrated because Willem Dafoe's the bad guy in that movie yep. and it automatically makes it a good movie. It's a bad movie. It's the way they slow down a cruise ship is by running it through a whole city. <laughs> they go like down a dock and they're like, we got to slow it down somehow. Like they wouldn't run it until it, the, they ran out of gas. Yeah. They like, we got to run it into something <laughs> and they can't be, a normal rock or anything yeah. or a coral reef. <laughs> like, no, we're going to aim for the fucking a city. A sandbar. They couldn't radio ahead, so like people are like, run it out of the way. A fucking full-size cruise ship runs straight through the city. It's the best. Well, they in the first speed, like they couldn't move the planes off the runway. They had to run the bus into another plane and just explode a plane. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. very true. Do yes, they do. Yeah, they, <laughs> which is awesome. By the speed. way, rewatching that, because it was on like TBS or something in yeah. a hotel I was at a lot 
lot of that audio's ADR. A lot of, oh, I mean, because yeah, I realized, right? like, oh, wait, they're on a bus the whole time. The you couldn't hear time. anything. The whole time. Um, and that's a little bit of a, eh, but. Do, do you like, I mean, I personally think that beginning to end speed is almost like a perfect action movie. Agreed. That's great. Right? Yeah, perfect villain. Too. I love totally, that yeah. when you uh, you find out that originally Jeff Daniels' character was supposed to become the bad guy. Right. And But then it's one of those, like, wait, Dennis Hopper. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. yeah, let's keep those two where they are. Yeah. They're, pretty much, they're pretty much perfect where they are. We weren't ready for Jeff Daniels to be a bad guy until Godless, that show on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. We weren't ready for him to be a villain because he was so. And also, like he's so lovable, and yep. he's like he's sort of a nice guy in newsroom. I guess he's more of like a. Yeah, he's a little standoffish, but overall, but overall, yeah. he's the hero. Okay. Yeah, but like Dennis Hopper is like such a quintessential great villain in everything. And I he's love got it. no thumbs. Yeah, like oh, one of them got cut, and the, yeah. it's so funny because it's just like he must have shot that movie in maybe one week one because week. he's all of him in that room eating food and then on the phone yeah. and then yeah. you do the train fight and yes. then they're done yeah. oh and they run the train through the city oh my god they <laughs> had to either crash a plane or crash a boat they yeah. had to, they, uh, had to do and they do both in cruise control uh-huh. have, you guys, have you guys ever seen uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 no no okay Not so a guy. I'm scared of it so the one of the it's one of those great sequel moments where it's similar to Gremlins where it's like hey we have this movie that's successful what if for the sequel we just went insane because <laughs> it's either it's either do the same thing or just go bananas yeah and so you have dennis hopper going after he's the good guy which tells you about the the gauge of morality we've got going on and dennis hopper comes after leatherface with a chainsaw that's like twice the size of his body it's amazing (laughs) it's really great but i love one of my favorite movies is uh blue velvet with Blue Velvet's good. My wife hates Creepy. it. It's my creepy. wife, my wife will not watch it with me. She, <laughs> she like the scene, uh, the first scene where Dennis Hopper is like with the woman and he's huffing and he's call, like they're having their whatever their relationship. She's like, no, I can't. I'm out. She's like, I can't. I, can't. I was like, all right. Yeah, no, I. I, I want to know why. Like, I understand. I, I'm pretty much sure that Keanu Reeves was filming Matrix, so he couldn't be in Speed Two Cruise Control. So why didn't they wait for him? It's a similar question I have to Independence Day too. Yeah. And when Will Smith's like, I don't know. It's like, well, then maybe not. Then don't. Yeah. yeah then maybe we don't. Je- I mean, Jeff Goldblum, good, you got him. But man, that movie is. I watched it on a plane because what else? What, where yeah. else would you watch that movie? No. Yeah. It's so goddamn awful. It, but but, but Independence, Independ- Day? Independence Day. Independence Day. Sorry. Resurgence. Two. Oh, okay. 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 I was like, Independence Day. Don't. It's good. It's yes. good. Yeah. Good action movie. In my opinion, I think Independence Day is the quintessential blockbuster movie all time. It's it there's takes, an argument for that. It takes place on July Fourth. Yeah. It came out around July Fourth. It's I mean midsummer movie about aliens attacking the world with probably the biggest movie star at the time. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, kind of perfect. It's about you know America and the world. It's not just about America. It's about the world getting attacked by aliens. I mean, and not only that, it's a freaking great movie. Yeah, it's really the fun. The president gives the most epic presidential speech in a movie. Uh, period. It's yeah. the best. It's the best presidential speech ever. Yeah, and, it's better than the Gettysburg Address. I don't care what you say. And then it's more you, influential. You set up these two characters that are so <laughs> diametrically opposed. Will Smith uh, diametrically opposed. Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, and then you stick them together at the totally. end. It has a great riff on the classic War of the Worlds, like because in War of the Worlds they show up and they get a normal human virus, and this one we give them a computer virus. Right. It's amazing. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It, it's I and for I think for me that was one of my first like blockbuster. Block. Oh wow, this is how big. Right. And then after that you got Men in Black. But on yeah. that Men in Black is yeah. amazing. But I. I just want to you got to give a shout out because we're talking about the underrated ones yeah. more recently tom cruise has been nailing it with like the mission impossible movies yeah, yeah. and they're like they make we the last one we saw what was what was it called Rogue fallout Nation fallout. Fallout. Uh, yeah, fallout was amazing yeah no like my uh, my palms were sweaty the entire time yeah. and uh i can't believe that they're able to fit in there a halo jump where you have to rescue someone mid-fall yes and at the same which is 
which is real, by the way, for as much as you can make it yeah. real, besides like the storm and the other actor. And then you're able to have like close combat fighting in the bathroom with yes. Henry Cavill reloading his arms. Yeah. By the way, I found, this out, um, I, I found this out recently that in Goldeneye, uh, the scene where he rides the motorcycle off the cliff to get into the plane and then take off, you, it happened. The stuntman did the whole shot, but the fucking director edited <laughs> edited Pierce Brosnan like climbing in, like buckling mm-hmm. himself in, and then taking off again. I'm like, why would you do that? You have a continuous shot in the behind the scenes. You can watch the guy ride a motorcycle off, jump into the plane, and then pull the plane up. It's crazy. They yeah. did the whole it's, thing. It's insane with a lot of studio stuff oh that God. they like to get a lot of coverage, and, yeah. and you can feel it sometimes in a movie where the producers are sitting there like. Well, we got this. So let's just cut these parts. Let's throw this in there. Let's like, let's just. Uh, and it's like, but, but you got the one of my one of the ones that bothers me most. Weirdly, is in um, I can't remember which Harry Potter it is, but I think it's a wall of clocks. It's a wall of some sort of glass something that explodes. For, this shows you how much I remember the Harry Potter movies, <laughs> and they all explode, and it's supposed to collapse around a character, and you can tell with the way it's shot, they got it. But they had multiple angles, so they cut to all the angles. It's like, what do you? Do you have you the that? thing? Just stay on the yeah. just stay on the wide where you see what happens because that makes it more impactful. You're like, oh shit, that happened. Yeah. I think that's uh, in that school of like less is more. Like I love a good wide shot. Yeah. I really do. Like some like I mean classically amazing wide shots. Or you can tell a cameraman. You, you just have the one camera following one fight scene. You know what I mean? Like a guy in a steady cam and a guy holding him behind him, like pushing him places. You can see like that beautiful. That's like the the cool thing about cinematography when you start watching movies for it. When you like yeah. get into the industry, you know what I mean? Is you see some of these amazing cinematographers just do like long oneers. I mean, Daredevil on Netflix, classic for those long one shots that yeah. were just, I mean, without those, the series is good. With them, they're incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, a director that is very dynamic with like the single camera uh, uh, scenes is Ryan Coogler. Yeah. And in Creed, because uh, I did not see Creed 2, and I feel bad that I didn't see Creed You'd love 2. It. It's great. Um, but in Creed, that was the, it's the most I've ever been into a fight and or a sport in a movie mm-hmm. because it, or a fight as in not like a fight scene like an action movie yeah. but like a, like a boxing match yeah. where like they're circling around both the opponents and you can and it that, points that centerpiece one that centerpiece fight oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. amazing and he actually when you find out that he actually took hits for that movie you're like Jesus Christ well, you can feel the punches yeah oh, you can yeah, feel the punches yeah. and they did a good job too like it's one of those perfect like reboots where it's like you hold on to that theme you like you know like that theme is like it's like the shark and jaws like it's fucking gold so you yeah. hold on to it till the very end so then when you unleash the theme like as I wasn't even a huge Rocky fan, but I remember sitting in the theater in that theme place. You're like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Right. It, the amount of emotion that pours over you in yeah. the first Creed. You're like, good Lord, it's yeah. coming. And then, I mean, the, they're two great movies. Creed and Creed 1 are two great movies. Do you guys have, like, a, a Michael, like a favorite Michael Bay that isn't Bad Boys too? Like, is I mean, it The Rock? I, actually, I like, uh, I like uh, Pain and Gain. Pain, I, surprisingly, I actually yeah. like Pain okay. and Gain. I yeah. like it because I like the dumb, these... I mean, when you find out like what really happened, you're like, okay, this isn't good. But yeah, the way yeah. it's framed in the movie is into- enjoyable, and you get to see like these dum dums somehow figure this out. But of course, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like it doesn't work long term. Yeah. And the first Transformers is a good blockbuster movie. It it's is. A, it's a good blockbuster movie with good action. And but like it has everything wrong with Michael Bay movies, but we just didn't know it yet. My buddy was an extra. You can see him running when like the Transformers are like exploding downtown Los Angeles. That's awesome. Hell yeah! So sweet. Remember when that. the Mountain Dew machine turns into a Transformer? Yes. And the X- Fox scores legs. Wait, is that in the first one? Yeah. Um, yeah, because the Allspark oh, touches the ground and it, it turns was, technology. It was already there. It was yeah. already there. It was already. We yeah, just yeah. didn't. Yeah, like you said, we just didn't. It wasn't oh, until dude, we Lincoln got. Park song oh, as the credits Spark. roll. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I think that's two. 
uh, they, they have written two songs. Okay, all right, maybe. It's what I've done. <laughs> Every action movie's got a good song, and yeah. with Bad Boys, it's written in the title. Totally. <laughs> there you go, to bring it back around. Josh, this has been fantastic. I love being I here, I am guys. hot as shit yeah, in here I'm right now because the hair is not working. We can't turn it on during the shoot. Where can the people find you? Uh, at Josh McCougar, Twitter and Instagram. You guys can see me collider live every single day. WGN Movies for America. Whenever you see a movie on there, I'm usually hosting it. Hell yeah. Um, Josh McCougar Show on YouTube. All that kind of fun stuff. I'm, I'm around. Well, search my name with it. I'll pop up and you can watch mine and we can get a lot of comments on there. DJ. Oh, yeah. uh, at DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. Check out uh, for more of our content. Go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. We have so many shows there. Make sure you check out all of our content on our YouTube channels. You can find that all at OnlyStupidAnswers.com or on Twitter at OnlyStupidAnswers. You can call the bells from stupid. I'm at Sam Basher and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.